Hello everyone. HCG the specialist in cancer care today presents you the Mythbuster series. I am Dr. Mithwa Ghosh and I head the Department of Molecular Diagnostics and Genomics at Strand Life Sciences HCG. In this latest episode of Know It to Beat It, I'll be briefly talking to you about the role of genetics in cancer and cancer prevention. Before doing that, I would like to mention there is, that there are certain assumptions, myths, wrong information around cancer. That is how cancer starts, how cancer spreads, and how it prevails. Some people think that cancer is inevitable, particularly when there is a case of cancer in, in the family or there is a family history of cancer. Uh, even though these thoughts are scientifically wrong, but those ideas are rooted in old theories and going around for so long that people have started to believe it. And it's our responsibility to, you know, debunk these myths and wrong information because the wrong assumption and information around this will often lead to unnecessary and needless worry and even sometimes hinder the required prevention and treatment possibilities and monitoring and surveillance of individuals or cancer patients. What we really want to know and should know that cancer is a genetic disease and caused due to several genetic alterations in an individual. These alterations are considered to be harmful or disease causing and these genes are commonly known as faulty genes. Now we need to understand this very clearly that only 5 to 10% of cancers are caused by harmful mutations in the faulty genes that are inherited from generation to generation. So please note only 5 to 10% of cancers are inherited and are passed from generation to generation. In families with an inherited cancer causing mutation, multiple family members might have a risk of cancer or developing the same or different type of cancer. But this doesn't mean that they will definitely have cancer in future. It just increases the risk of having cancer over the general population. And these cancers are called familial or hereditary cancers. The remaining 90 to 95% of cancers are caused by mutations that happen during a person's lifetime as a natural result of aging or exposure to different environmental factors such as tobacco smokes, radiations, carcinogens, lifestyles, and several other factors, innumerable other factors. And these cancers are called non-hereditary or spontaneous or sporadic cancers. So this is completely a mis a misconception or false perception that if anyone has a family history of cancer, there is nothing they can do to avoid inheritance of cancer. This is a false perception because as I told, only 5 to 10% of cancers are inherited. Rest 90 to 95% of cancers are sporadic or spontaneous caused by several other factors. And inherited, having an inherited cancer gene or a faulty gene only increases the risk of cancers over the general population but it does not say or does not uh, guarantee uh, that um, individual or an individual might have cancer in future. 
Now the question comes, how do we screen such individual? How do we screen at-risk individual uh, and understand whether they have a risk in the future to have cancer? So here, cancer genetic testing is very important. Cancer genetic testing is a type of medical screening or test that identifies genetic alterations, which could be changes in chromosome or changes in genes or proteins of an individual. This changes or genetic alterations, as I mentioned before, is is the main key factor which causes the disease. Now, genetic testing is an important component in treatment and management of cancer patient. It not only helps in early diagnosis, but also the right treatment the first time. Genetic testing also helps in monitoring and surveillance of a patient, leading to a better treatment outcome and better management outcome. It helps in estimating the risk of developing cancer in a lifetime. It does so by searching for specific changes and genetic alteration called gene mutations in faulty genes. Again, the question comes, who should be screened? and who should undergo genetic testing. Here, I would like to uh, recommend and mention that genetic counseling is very important to identify the individual at risk. The genetic counselors or genetic counseling is a process of advising the individuals and families affected by or at risk of genetic disorders. This will help them to understand and adapt to the medical and psychological as well as familial implication of genetic contributions to the disease. This field is very important and considered necessary for implementation of genomic medicine. Coming back to the question who should be tested, we all know that the NCCN guideline for genetic or familial or high-risk assessment provide recommendation for genetic testing and counseling for hereditary cancer syndromes and risk management. And this these recommendations are recommended for patients who are diagnosed uh, with cancer or with syndromes associated with increased risk of cancers. And this is applicable to all type of cancers like breast, ovarian, pancreatic, prostate, etc. There are several recommendations and a quick overview of, on these recommendations are early onset of the disease. That is, if an individual has got cancer at an early age, family history of cancer in an individual, history of certain types of cancers which are more vulnerable to be inherited like breast, ovarian, prostate, pancreas, colon cancers, history of bilateral cancers, that is both the breast, both the ovaries, so on and so forth, and certain biology of the cancers like triple negative breast cancers, high-grade ovarian cancers. These are very, uh, you know, high level uh, or a quick outline to screen a patient. However, a genetic counselor will go into the detailing with look into all the genetic uh, vulnerability in the family and then prescribe a test for an individual. How does genetic testing help? Genetic testing helps in multiple ways. It can predict one individual's risk towards the onset of the disease. Genetic testing can find you, can find if the genes may pass from generation to generation and have an implication on the increased cancer risk. It will also provide the necessary information so that you are helped uh, with the early diagnosis and proper management with a particular condition. 
Now, it is very important to understand how do we interpret the results. So we, we need to understand this and keep in our mind that no genetic test will tell you if you will develop a cancer for sure. It will only tell you the risk what you have over the general population. If you have a mutation or a genetic alteration in the faulty genes, you will have only a higher risk than the general population to have a cancer in future. But that doesn't mean that you will have cancer in future. So this, this idea or this understanding has to be very clear among uh, us. Now, what are the genetic tests available for cancer? As you know, there have been a lot of progress in the technology, in the diagnostic methodologies. There's an increased awareness in the healthcare fraternity, in the medical fraternity, and also in the general population. So today we have multiple tests or multiple diagnostic protocols which are associated to assess the risk of cancer based on various factors uh, which are genetic counselors might consider to prescribe a test for an individual. One of the most widely practiced tests is the predictive genetic testing, which helps to find out the vulnerable gene, which could be or would be inherited in generation and might cause a higher risk of inheriting a certain cancer. Now, as I told earlier, that only 5 to 10% of cancers are inherited and 90 to 95% of cancers are sporadic and caused due to several factors. We need to understand what are the other preventive mechanisms or preventive measures one should take to prevent onset of cancer. And some of the uh, common factors or some of the common preventive measures which one should take uh, is very well known, like avoiding smoking, Avoiding consumption of alcohol are some of the ways uh, where you can, you know, avoid being susceptible to cancer risk. Maintaining a healthy lifestyle, keeping factors like nutrition, exercise will check or will help reduce the risk of certain cancers because, you know, cancers like breast cancer, colon, kidney, Pancreatic cancers are directly linked to conditions like obesity. And it's very important to understand that maintaining a healthy lifestyle, a proper uh, BMI and uh, a healthy lifestyle can avoid conditions like obesity. However, there are certain myths uh, around this healthy lifestyle. It is not so that just maintaining a healthy lifestyle will help avoiding cancer because we have seen multiple cases where people who have never smoked, never consumed alcohol, leading a very, very healthy style might develop cancer. So there is no way to say you can definitely avoid cancer, which is very unfortunate, but there are multiple ways where you can lead a healthy lifestyle and you can avoid the risk being just aware and conscious about all this. Now to conclude with a positive note, cancer is no more a deadly disease. It is considered to be a chronic disease which can be managed bet better, which can be uh, cured better or uh, you know uh, prevented if detected early. Myths and misconceptions, wrong perceptions, spread wrong information, anxiety and fear that might hamper your quality of life. So by just staying aware, sharing your thoughts, your fear with your doctor and consultants, maintaining a healthy lifestyle, uh, uh, you, can, you can avoid the risk of having cancer.
So to sum this up, most people who have a family history of cancer have an increased risk of developing cancer compared to others, but this risk can be easily mitigated by proper surveillance and monitoring. So in this, I would like to say, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, uh, adopt to a healthy lifestyle and be due diligent uh, in maintaining your lifestyle. Thank you. Adding life to years.